actually in the school of the spirit where God is teaching us a lot in the life of Samuel and Saul. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve over Saul? Even Samuel himself was feeling very, very bad with the judgment that came to Saul. And God is going to ask him, why are you grieved? <laughs> because Samuel began to understand that God can be firm when it comes to executing what? Justice. You can be the favorite of God today. Tomorrow, he'll tell you, I do not know you. What is that thing that is so serious with Saul that God, who was the same person who said, I've appointed him king at a, at a certain time, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> just few actions, I have rejected him. Saul was even lucky that he had Samuel who could communicate all those things to him. Suppose there was no Samuel. How would have Saul known that he had been rejected? And Samuel grieved. May we never develop ourselves to the point where God will say, I have rejected you. And that's why we must contend the faith that has been given to us. That's to tell us how serious our calling is in God. The problem of Saul was not just that he disobeyed, but when God blessed him, he developed a new type of attitude that could be dangerous for the future. You see, you may not come in sin. You may so be so wonderful outside. But your tendencies are more dangerous than your actions. Before Saul ascended the throne, he was nice. But now he has come into power. He has come to the place of influence. He has come to the place of wealth. Attitude changed. He started picking up dangerous attitude. Attitude that will be inimical to the purpose and plan of God. So what God was looking at was not just that sin of rebellion. But he has seen that this guy has brought in something that if he does not deal with him now, sorry. And this type of attitude will always come up when there's promotion in life. When money comes. When doors open. When God begins to bless you with things, you now begin to assume a new personality. When you think you are somebody, when self comes up like a goddess in your heart, you begin to rate yourself somehow and think that you can make decisions on your own now. I am not now. How can? Your judgment of self is no longer based on who you are in God, but based on what is around you. Attitude is a very dangerous thing. 
Fear the man, you will see his actions. I mean, love the man and you will see his actions. But fear the person, you don't know his attitude. Somebody can put up an atmosphere of goodliness. But when the dimensions of the attitude is manifested, you'll be shocked. That is why God does not judge by appearance. God judges by the heart. Because your heart is what holds your attitude. The type of person you are is in the heart. The Holy Spirit has no business doing anything about your life physically. He goes into your heart. Because the Bible says the heart of man is perverse. Perverse. And what? Dubious too. So what is that thing that is in the heart of a man that makes God to be attracted to the person to say, now this person I have chosen. He said, David, I have chosen. The Bible says, the man of contrite heart who trembles at my word. These two things. He said, who am I pleased with? A man of what? Contrite heart and a man who trembles at my word. And if you check the two of them, it has to do with what? Attitude. Who is a contract man? A man who is broken. Someone who is broken by God. You know, there's something in us that, that, that is like a, like, that, that like a bronze. Stiff. Like a monster. You don't shake. Nobody can bend you. Even God cannot move you. He's a silent idol. He's called himself. That when he decides to go forward, no one can stop him. That's why Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you must do what? Deny that self. Then put up another personality called the cross. And then come and follow me. A contract man is one who has been broken. A contract man is one who has no, who has no assessment of self any longer. A, a contract heart is a, is a heart that is broken and has passion for God. A contract heart has no argument. He doesn't raise himself based on external things. He sees himself as a product of mercy, a product of grace. For say, I am what I am by the grace of God because he has been broken. Peter met Jesus when he was doubting Jesus. When he asked him to pull the net by the, by the water and catch fish. After they toiled throughout the night and got nothing. So when he copulated, the Bible says he came to Jesus, you know, stripped, without clothes. Now he said the water, say, leave me from a sinful man. That's a man who is broken. That's a contrite man. God will invest so much in a contrite man than someone who shows holiness you know, externally. A contrite man doesn't argue against God. Saul lost it. And so a new act called rebellion entered in. And the Bible says the sin of rebellion is as what? As witchcraft. If you want God to tabernacle in your life, you must be broken. All this muscle showing does not make any sense. This is me. There's no me. You. When it comes to God, there's no you. 
He must be broken by the Spirit. Jacob was struggling with the angel throughout the night, insisting on insisting. He insisted on what he wants. The angel said, this man, something in you must be broken. He touched his hip. Whoa. Then he said, now that you are broken, your name has changed. From Jacob to Israel. And that encounter was the counter that ushered him into the new realm of God. A contrite heart and a man who trembles at my word. Another attitude of people who have passion for the word of God. Passion for the word of God. You read the word of God, it touches you. You just see yourself being molded by the word of God. Irrespective of what you are saying. Irrespective of your environment. Anything you read touches you. You will weep. You will cry. David said, oh Lord, your word, I prefer your word more than silver and gold. That's an attitude of a man who loves the word of God. Who trembles at my word. Who carries my word. Who believes in my word? Jesus says, my word abides in you. And you have faith in the one who has sent me. He says, you have eternal life. No more judgment. You have passed from death to life. You know, does your heart crave for the word of God? You eat in the morning. You eat in the afternoon. You eat at night. Not just any kind of food. You garnish yourself with, you know, you know varieties. How do you hunger for the word? David said, I prefer your word more than my food. What it means is that before ever he must eat food, he must go through the word and digest some word there. The contract heart and a man who trembles at my word. David said in Psalm 51, a, a humble contract heart, the Lord will not spawn. Yes. But a very proud, unbroken Non-desirous of the word of God heart. That one. The Lord respond. The Lord respond. What is your attitude? The Bible says, He who judges himself shall not be judged by the Lord. Are you contrite? Are you contrite? Are you broken? You know, I used to say here that you come to church. Entrance song doesn't move you. Responsibility doesn't move you. First reading, what it touched you. Uh, second reading, mm. gospel. Okay. Then even the prayers of the Eucharist, as we proceed, you notice that you are moving from one realm to another realm, and there are vibrations coming. Nothing moves you. Your eyes are just dry. Your heart is just like that. You leave the church, nothing clicks. Ah, no. 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 Something is wrong. You must be touched. You must be touched. You must learn to force yourself to be touched. Do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. So make it a responsibility. It's a fight. Is a fight. When I stay for some days and I don't feel this impulse, no, I shut down. I must go and soften my heart because once your heart starts getting hard again, sorry, it means the enemy has come and he's pumping all kinds of nonsense into your life. No, wrong energies are coming. Wrong energies are coming. So let us open our heart again this morning 
that the Holy Spirit who is bringing this word to us, using the life of Samuel and Saul to communicate to us that we may pick this signal. Am I contrite? Do I tremble at the word of God? If you don't have it, ask God for it. Give me a contrite heart. Give me a contrite heart. I want to be broken. I don't want to drive myself again. Come and drive me. I want to be like a lamb. I don't want to be like a lion. Make me a lamb. Let me just follow. I'm tired of leading myself. You lead yourself in your career. You lead yourself in your finances. You lead yourself in your family. You everything you are doing. You just do. You don't even consult God and ask him, what should I do? The lamb will always wait for the shepherd. Let the Holy Spirit give us hunger for the world. Passion for the world. As we open up our hearts, that grace will remain available today again. Because as the word of God has come, it is fulfilled in our hearing. And as our hearts are open, the Spirit will do His work. Precious Lord Jesus, may your work continue to grow in our hearts through Christ our Lord.